2: Sports Radio 92.7 FM WFNZ. Straight five. This is the Wesson Walker Show.
3: Even the crowd knows what's coming next.
2: It's going to be a weird Tuesday on Wesson Walker. Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ. Already off to an abnormal start. Soon as I got in the car. Right when I got in the car on the way to work, I got a call from T-Bone. Don't really get a ton of calls from T-Bone. I answered it. I didn't know if there was something wrong, if he needed some help. I didn't know if, honestly, I thought I was going to be participating in a draft. I know you did already, Fitty, when it came to fast food. I didn't know what was happening. I did not expect him to tell me, Walker, there was a huge package sent to the building with your name on it. And it's actually, it's a big, it's a large package sent here. And I don't know what's in it. And I had no clue what was being sent. It's like, what? what's it from? Does it say who it's from? He said, no, it's from something called Jelly Cat. <laughs> I, was, I did some research when I got in. I looked at the logo. Indeed, the package is from Jelly Cat. And apparently that is a company that sells stuffed animals. I did not click on the website or anything. I just read the bio of it. So apparently it sends large stuffed animals And I thought, well, all right, we'll just open it on air. I'm a little afraid, though, because Fiddy has told me about him behind the scenes trying to create a prank before, and I thought maybe this would have something to do with him. Uh, Fiddy, you're telling us right now that you had nothing to do with this stuffed animal package, at least what I think is a stuffed animal sent to the studio.
4: Yes, God is my witness. I (laughs) I have no idea what's going on. And it hurts that I was the first guy you thought would be behind such a scheme.
2: And not only, I mean, it was immediate too. As soon as, as soon as T Bone called me for it, I was like, "What? Some large? This has to." I told him, I said, "This has to be a prank. This has to be something that Fitty sent. Did something, whatever." But everybody seemed genuinely surprised when they saw the package. Colin just saw. I was like, "What? What's going on? What's in the box? What's in the box?" That's what I feel like. I don't know what's in it. And so now I just really don't know what listener sent it in. This this does have Stanford P written all over it. You know, at least with my text exchanges with him. Wes, you're telling me you didn't have anything to do with this prank. Nothing, not at all. I've uh, spent my share of money on gifts for this week anyway with Mother's <laughs> Day coming up, so I'm tapped out. That's a great question. How much did this cost? What, what are the links that this person <laughs> went to to send me whatever this is? So do we want to get off of the bus opening this thing? Is that how we want to roll here? Because it's going to take me a little while to get all, let's everything we in we order. Teased them, so right. let's please the tea. Also, I appreciate Drew, by the way, who gave me some waffle ale. I'm excited to start that in a little bit, or after the show, I should say. Not gonna you know, stay away, boss man. Stay away, FCC. Not gonna drink it on the air. But I am start. I am happy to, you know, partake in a little waffle ale from Drew, who by the way is dressed like an Eastern European with a turtleneck in 90 degree weather.
4: Can we taste <laughs> test at the, the, at the end of the show?
2: Yeah, we can. Okay, we can definitely do that. I mean, yeah, we've got four beers. It's just a, a craft beer pack. So Have you we ever can-
4: had a breakfast beer?
2: Yeah, I have. Okay. Well, waffles. I mean, it's it sounds like it's going to be really good. Um, yeah, Big Cat Dan said that place doesn't sound shady at all. LOL. Uh, um, a couple other people, Roland 201 said, just want to start off the show by laughing at Fitty, the hater, Knicks lose, and LeBron wins. Must have been a rough night for your boy. That's from Uber Steve riding in. Simon says he's also... Um, Doing some research. Simon says, I appreciate you. He wrote in on the text line, according to the website, most of these stuffed animals are in the $25 to $30 range. Big Cat Dan asked if it was ticking. No, it's not. <laughs> well, that's I don't even know I can joke with that, to be honest. It is not, though. Um, All right. Let's get off the bus. I'm going to open it up, and we'll see what's in this thing. Right now, open up the doors, Fiddy. We look good getting off the bus.
3: I got something to say. Damn!
2: We're opening it up. TC said we're just going to ignore Walker spot on Brad Pitt. Thank you, got You got it upside TC. down. TC. Well, I do have it upside down, but it's I'm just opening it up. Do you want me to – does it matter how you open it? It might – does it matter how you... All right, let me open it up real quick. If you're going to film it, you can follow it's us on our Twitter, West Range, at Wes and Walker. Yep, WFNZ Instagram, WFNZ Twitter. All right, I'm a little scared.
3: You're yeah. going to see this live. Do we,
2: do we want to have any guesses real quickly? I think it's a stuffed fish. I think it is, too. I think it's got to be something aquarium-related. Something Nemo-esque. Fiddy, what do you think it is?
4: Yeah, no, I mean, I'm not going to go... Mine was in the fish family. Yeah. Someone said it's a blow-up doll. I'm gonna be mad
2: because that should be sent to me, not you. I was about. I will give it to you for free. <laughs> that is not something I can take home. And uh, I, I don't know if your cousin is gonna mad, uh, gonna care about that being in there. All, All right, right, let's see what we got. God, this is it's a nice another box. Them. Hold on, I gotta leave the. It's mind. a box inside the box. It's a box. What's in the box?
3: Come on, you're moving slow. We got to get in 60 seconds.
2: I'm sorry. Do you have a big stuffed animal box? <laughs> Gosh, I might. All right, here we go. We have another one. Oh, good Lord. Package this, inside of package. Is this going to be a nesting doll prank? Because I'm... Who is doing... This is another box. Goodness gracious. Everything is... <laughs> 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 All right, it's a bag inside the box now. Good Lord. Goodness gracious. Oh! Who sent you that, the Riddler? It's a bunch of sports balls.
3: Oh. What is this? This is a rugby How ball. How clever. Here All you go. All that packaging. Boom. Heck yeah. All that packaging.
2: All right. That little, oh, it's multiple. We got little soccer balls. Oh! We got rugby balls. We got the basketball. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, what else do we have in here? I'll keep, I'll keep looking. Is this a racquetball? What is this thing? I don't know. Is this a racket ball? I don't know what it, is. it has a cowboy hat. All of them. He does. These guys are happy stuffed balls is what they are. Uh,
4: That's going to be a drop.
2: We have, <laughs> he got so excited. We have a football, tennis ball, golf ball. We've got, look all these. Yeah. All right. It's a party in the studio. Oh, football studios. Nice. Yeah, man. All right, so that's what we got. Okay. I, I really did oh, it not. It. I, I had no. I have no clue who sent this. I don't know why they sent it. Maybe they are looking for some sort of endorsement. I will tell you. If you are interested in stuffed balls, go to Jellycat right now. Get your stuffed balls today. It's fantastic. We all have a baseball too. All right. Oh yeah. I made. It looks like Christmas morning over here. I, there are so it's just like trash. It is the classic. I know if since you're... they have feet and eyes and all that stuff, man. We're gonna have to come up with names. So do you just want to leave these in the studios? I mean, they even brought a rugby ball to the table. That's how you know they are. They are absolutely determined to get into the sports game. I don't know why this was addressed to me. Because it was addressed to me, I thought we were gonna get some kind of aquatic feature. Thought we were gonna get some goby, some fish, Nemo, Dory of some sort. Do we like what was in the package after yes. all? Yes. Is it underwhelming? No. Does it deliver? No, oh, this is great. Yeah, we've got we to come up with names for these things. We got a lot. All right. If you <laughs> naming this. Name my ball. Ready. Ready the football. Don't do that. Uh, all right. So if you want to text in the Garage Door Guru. This is Federico the football. Federico. What about Federico Federico? Yeah,
3: Federico Federico uh, the football.
2: Yeah, 704. Walker <laughs> finally got some balls. Yes, thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, Mike from Mooresville said, how many drops? are you going to get from all of this sound Uh, rather be golfing yeah lots lots of jokes there Uh, lots of jokes with the balls here next dating game Uh, Oh, people are talking about the game show now scrolling 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 talk sports guys he says this is a great topic I love listening to everything you're talking about no, nah, I'm playing. He said talk sports. 704 <laughs> Big Chris from Shelby said uh, he wishes that it was a big blow-up doll. If it was, then that would have been cool for you, Fitty. But I don't know if that's something I could bring home to my household. And honestly, nor would I really want to.
4: Yeah, no, I was hoping there would be a stuffed Angelina in there to take home. But uh, <sighs> I don't know. I gave her a name. I already named. If you want to send Fitty a stuffed ball, slide in my dms i'll give you the address
2: that's a stuffed ball Uh, i don't know what you said west said on charlotte sports today that he thought we were the show that pushed the envelope after they were talking about sucking toes in the 10 to 12 hours it was really weird yeah it was but i feel like we are are back on our push the envelope envelope kind of grind so you can go follow the opening of the box on twitter at westcott range at WFNZ, I, I mean, it does. It looks like Christmas morning. It looks like, I mean, I'm going to have to go. I don't even know what I'm going to do with all this trash. There were boxes inside boxes inside boxes. So we're going to try to get back on track in the next segment. You can try to come up with some names if you want to. I don't know. Racquetballs, baseballs, rugby's, 704 9610 We'll take a quick break. We'll try to gather ourselves. We'll come back and we'll talk about Bryce Young who is actually second in line to the four major betting houses to win rookie of the year, Who is first and what are the chances Bryce Young could actually win rookie of the year in this next upcoming season. That's coming up next. Weston Walker sports radio, 927, WFNZ.
0: Raise a spoon to grandma who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the play play slot. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today And participating McDonald's for a limited time.
1: Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclop 200 milligrams at kisqali.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between.
3: We are back. This is the Weston Walker Show, Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ, and we are just Finishing up opening opening up all of our gifts that we got from Jelly Cat, some dope sports balls that are actually uh, you know, they have eyes and smiles and feet. So we gotta come up with names for all of them. I already got Federico, Federico the football.
2: <laughs> I don't know why. I love it though. Yeah, Jelly Cat. Big shout. Uh Simon says continues to do some great research. And he says there's all kinds of random stuff on this website. Uh, he just he said there's a stuffed boiled egg here too. Uh, it did say on the package as I was looking closer that Jellycat Sports or whatever. So mm. I guess maybe I don't know if they specialize in it. I don't know. I'll get a research team on it and look it up.
3: Hit us up on the text line seven zero four five seven zero ninety six ten. You can oh. tell us up what you think about the gifts because you can check them out on all the social handles, WFNZ Instagram, WFNZ's Twitter, Wes and Walker Twitter, Wes Scott Raines, Walker Mail, HTB underscore Josh, all the good stuff. So check those out. All right, so we got put in a good position by Jellyfish with all our new friends. Jellycat. Jellycat with our new friends. And now we're going <laughs> to talk about some of the rookies that are in the best positions to succeed because in a Yahoo Sports article, Bryce Young was named the Panthers – he was named the rookie in the best situation to succeed, an uh, article by Anthony Rizzuti, and he talked about how everything that the Panthers have done this offseason, stuff that we've talked about ad nauseum as far as everything that's in place to make Bryce Young be a successful player. And so uh, I don't know that I would agree that he is in the best position to succeed because I feel like there are some rookies that did – Get put in some very favorable situations, whether you talk about Jalen Carter, the defensive lineman from the Eagles coming in around all that talent to a uh, Super Bowl runner up and a team that's going to be a Super Bowl favorite this year. Or Jackson Smith and Jigba coming in with a resurgent Geno Smith that's going to be playing with a great receiving core with uh, DK Metcalf and tyler lockett so there are a few guys i might put in front of bryce but i still think bryce is in a very advantageous situation but walker what say you
2: yeah i don't know if there's anybody in a better one than bryce young and i think it all starts with the coaching staff you have a lot of bright offensive minds from a lot of different ages in the nfl modern day and age jim caldwell having already been the head coach already talking with bryce young you have somebody like a josh mccown who has made a ton of different stops throughout his NFL career as a backup QB, but also has had some success as a starter. Like we've seen him come in and do a decent enough job to the point where he was able to have a very long NFL career. Okay, so you have someone that just exited the league as a player. You have a Thomas Brown that comes from the Sean McVay tree that also has um, the running back background as well. You have Frank Reich, head coach, Jim Caldwell. And I think with the offensive line being as good as it is, having a veteran receiver in Adam Thie, having some talent, even if you're talking about this being probably what an average group of receivers, it's not awful. You can still do some damage, especially if we have all of the praise that we do concerning Bryce young being that number one overall selection. I don't think it's a question. Bryce has the best situation to succeed from any of the quarterbacks that were drafted in this NFL selection process. And I don't have anybody that is leaps and bounds or even a tick above the best situation to succeed above Bryce. Jalen Carter's a good point. Jackson Smith and Ajigba is a also good point. But for me, the coaching staff, you have so many different minds to pick from as to how you can adapt to each situation on top of a good supporting cast. I really like this situation for Bryce Young, and I would have liked it for anybody drafted there.
3: Yeah, and I think when I look at it, too, I just look at the fact of how good is the team you're going to and also – what are your chances of succeeding on that team? And that's why I picked some of the guys that I did because I also like Zay Flowers a lot going to Baltimore. I feel like he's going to be a highly targeted guy if he's as advertised, especially with Lamar coming in with the New Deal. Baltimore should be a playoff team. And Jordan Addison as well, being on the opposite side of Justin Jefferson, he's already coming into a guy that's going to get all the coverage in the world rolled on him after an 1,800-yard receiving campaign. So Jordan Addison is another guy that should be a able to eat and eat heartily in his new spot but also as I said I do like Bryce Young obviously and what he's gotten all the points that you mentioned and then another guy Matt Miller also said that was a guest on Weston Walker of ESPN said that Jonathan Mingo in Carolina was a perfect match as well and when it comes down to his explanation he said that Coach Reich's Route tree is loaded with crossers and in breakers, which caters to Mingo's powerful frame and ability to produce after the catch. Said he can stretch defenses on phase or seams at 6'2 and 220. And this sets rookie quarterback Bryce Young up to make rhythm throws off play action while dropping back with a receiver who can play three contact at all three levels. And that includes making plays at the third level. For young on one on one vertical throw. So yeah, so the speed's there for Mingo. And so that's the thing. DJ Chark, we know he was a four-three guy coming out of school, four three, nine, I believe. Um when you talk about the speed that he possesses, but he's had ankle issues, surgeries, things of that nature. Now I'm sure he still got some jets, but it might not be quite what that was. So I say all that to say what the receivers that the Panthers have. And you talk about guys that are going to be working the middle of the field, working those sidelines and and doing a lot of that dirty work in there. He does have a chance to be the vertical guy in the offense to come in and really take the top off of that defense when you have formidable threats in the mid-level and short range. And you talk about Hayden Hurst, add him to that crew as well. So I think that he makes some good points here about Jonathan Mingo, but what say you about uh, this fit? And do you think he is uh, a perfect fit with the Panthers?
2: Yeah, I, I like Jonathan Mingo. When I clicked on this article, I figured you'd probably skip over Bryce young, just not doing the whole number one overall pick thing. But I did go straight down to the second round area to see if Mingo would have been it because it made a lot of sense to me. And Frank Reich understanding the strengths of his players This is what we talked about with Ben Solak, right? When we were discussing what quarterback best fits a Frank Reich system, there really wasn't a system that a quarterback had to tailor himself to. It was Frank Reich tailoring his system to whatever the quarterback did best. And he had a lot of different QBs to work with, right? One new QB every single season that he was a head coach with Indianapolis. He had Andrew Luck, and then once he unexpectedly retired, you did the whole Philip Rivers, Jacoby Brissett, Carson Wentz thing. And whatever those guys' strong suits were, he tried to make that a part of the offense. The same thing's going to happen here with the wide receivers. You know, I guess he was working with an aging T.Y. Hilton He was working with Michael Pittman, who also had a good sophomore season with the Indianapolis Colts. Not phenomenal, but a pretty good sophomore season. And then playing alongside of Matt Ryan, I thought he'd play a lot better. But we all know the Colts season went to hell, and that's why he was fired anyway. But I like what Reich can do with that type of weapon on the offense alongside someone we think is so accurate and smart himself in Bryce Young.
3: Yeah, and so I think that when you look at it, the Panthers had their best. uh, They had a, a... a choice of receivers that they could have taken. Steve Smith, we heard the story that he told them to take him as well, but I'm sure Coach Reich didn't put up much of a fight when you talk about all of those points that we discussed and that Matt Miller mentioned uh, in this article. So everything's there for him to succeed. And so I guess when he comes in, based off of that and hearing that type of uh, breakdown, do you feel like this is a guy that could come in and even – get as high as maybe taking a second spot as the season goes along? And do you think that he is going to be a really impactful rookie based off everything you're hearing there? Because it sounds like he could come in immediately, day one, plug and play, and be a dependable guy on this offense.
2: Yeah, I I mean, dependable is is a strong word because he is a rookie. I don't know if you're going to be able to, at least at the very beginning, he's not going to take that two spot away. Every projected depth chart you look at, I think deservedly so, says Adam Thielen and D.J. Chark. And I think when we talk about D.J. Chark, maybe we're underrating him as just this one-trick vertical type of threat, and that's it. The guy did have 1,000 yards one year, sure, and it's hard to get 1,000 yards in the NFL. And he did that with the Jags, and the reason, for the most part, that he hasn't been able to— uh, surpass that amount again, it's been largely due to injury. Now, if that's the case and you want to hold injury against him, that's fair. I mean, he's suffered injuries the last two seasons of his NFL career, but he made a big difference on that Detroit Lions team when he was a part of it, and he was a good vertical threat. That might be the thing he is asked to do most, but he does have a thousand-yard capability within him because we've seen it, right? There is precedent. So it's going to be hard. It's not. And it's not necessarily because maybe Mingo isn't ready right now. certainly not to be, you know, a top two receiver in this league. I mean, maybe that's a little far-fetched. But also it might be because, nah, DJ Chark's actually good. And and the reason that the contract is so small is because it is a one-year prove-it deal. Okay, get through this season, mostly healthy, play 14, 15 games or more, only miss a couple, be healthy for the rest, get your whatever number you want to attach to him, 700, 800, whatever you would deem successful for him, and then produce that into another long-term contract. And it might be the last one before he signs a different one after that, right? Like this could be a big time season because that's something you got to think about contract here for DJ Chark. Again, he's going to be motivated to parlay this into another big payday Thielen got a three-year deal, probably the last one that will be a significant amount for Adam Thielen. DJ Chark has one, right? Terrace Marshall, he's going to be motivated to get that second contract after being paid the rookie scale. Hayden Hurst got a longer term contract as well. So, you know, we'll see what happens with him. Tight ends can age maybe a little bit longer. You're going to have some motivated guys. Mingo is going to be talented enough to see the field right away. But Chark is interesting to me. Like, I I wonder if we're underrating his impact on this offense a little too much just because we see Mingo and he's the shiny new toy. And we see Thielen, who used to be one of the best receivers in the league.
3: Yeah. And I think, too, I like the fact that Bryce Young has some familiarity with him. The fact that they played in the SEC, the fact that he does know. A little bit about him because I think I heard him um, talking about Mingo, if I'm not mistaken, uh, I think draft night or something like that, or no, nah, not obviously not draft night, but I think I heard him talking about him because he was very familiar with him playing in the SEC. And we know Ole Miss and Alabama uh, had a bit of a thing. And they like to get at each other. So I think you know about them pretty well. So I think there's some familiarity there as well that I think will help them uh, be able to, to gel maybe a little bit quicker. Who knows? So when you look at these guys, though, and you look at the first round as we take a look back at the draft, uh, are there any guys
2: who you don't think are good fits where they were selected? Yeah, I don't think so. I, I actually I kind of think D.J. Johnson is a good fit, too. And I think the reason he's a good fit, it's because of what Scott Fitterer said on the Kyle Bailey show. I thought that was a really interesting comment because here's a guy who's still considered a raw prospect, but he's also older. Usually those things don't coincide when you're discussing someone that is raw and might take some seasoning before he reaches his true impact. So I really didn't know, okay, they need another edge rusher, but also it doesn't seem like this guy's ready. And Fitterer told you, yeah, he's going to play. I mean, the the expectation is that he plays pretty quickly and it's because he sets the tone. It's because he sets the edge and we're not necessarily looking for him to get after the passer right now as his primary objective. That's gravy in his first season. Don't get it twisted. We would love to see it. But the primary responsibility as Scott Fitterer sees it, at least what he said with Kyle, it's the fact that he wants to set the edge. So I actually think with those things in line, it makes a lot of sense for DJ Johnson to be the pick. Probably too high. Didn't want to get rid of another draft pick to go up and get him. But I like him. And Chandler Savala, yeah. I, I, how How is he not a good fit, right? Like, if you're if you're a good guard, it's it's hard not to be a good fit with an NFL team. I mean, maybe you're talking about a lot of pulling of the guards and putting them in motion, something like that. Maybe for a guy that's not as mobile, that might be a way that you don't like the fit there. But Savala's athletic. And I I like an athletic offensive lineman, especially because he's not weak either, right? It's not at the sacrifice of him not being able to put up reps on the bench press. Like, that guy is strong, too. I mean, I can't find a bad fit that you would look at from any of these draft picks, Wes. And even with a Jamie Robinson, looks like he can be a little bit of a rover like Jeremy Chin is going to be.
3: Well, too, when you look at the first round, is there any guys that you picked in the first round that you think are going to be bad fits for their team?
2: Oh, for the NFL team, I was thinking more so Carolina. I don't know if there's anybody that I think of immediately that I think uh, that I think are bad fits. I think with Houston, the only thing I get scared of is, do you trust? I trust D'Amico Ryans, but the reason we love D'Amico Ryans is because of his prowess on the defensive side. CJ has to learn a very different system than what he learned with Ryan Day at Ohio State. Do you trust the Texans, who have not been a, a very well-run franchise, to develop CJ Stroud the right way? That's why I thought whoever was going to be number one, increasingly so Bryce Young, but whoever was going to be number one was not only going to land in a great spot to succeed, but you were also going to dodge a bullet at number two. Honestly, I, I, even for any of these QBs, Wes, Will Anderson might have been able to save some of these QBs if he was just the number two overall pick, right? Yeah. And then the Texans, they, they would eventually get Will anyway. But I love Anthony Richardson with the Colts, working with Shane Steichen. That's great. I think Will Levis working with a run-heavy team in Tennessee right now, not having to start right away, I think that's a good fit. You know, the the wide receivers, I don't have any problem. Right? Addison is not going to be number one, so he's not going to have all the attention. Zay Flowers has plenty of other weapons to work with. Smith Najigba, you're talking about, I think goes already with a great wide receiver duo. I, I don't know who the bad fit is, just kind of thinking at the top of my head.
3: Well, uh, when I look through the draft, I didn't. I wasn't necessarily a fan of the Miles Murphy pick to Cincinnati just because he's going to go there and automatically be a rotational guy. Now, I know contracts will come up, and maybe they don't pay two defensive ends uh, big money, but with Hubbard and Hendrickson Hendrickson sitting there, I just felt like Miles, you know, he's going to be a rotational guy for a year or two and then get a chance to be a starter. Maybe would have liked to have seen him go to a place where uh, the reps are going to be there for day one from him. And then, like you said, it's so hard, though, to kind of figure out. A lot of teams drafted for need uh, in their selection process. And so I'm shocked that you didn't bring up uh, Jameer Gibbs or the backs. But I know oh. you feel like
2: they're good fits, yeah. but maybe not great value. Right. No, Gibbs with Ben Johnson is going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, the The, the fit is great. I just... It's it's I'll bring up Ben Solak again. I saw a tweet with him talking about the Detroit Lions draft, and he had a whole bunch of arrows saying where this guy should have been drafted, this guy, whatever. And he said, this is actually a pretty solid draft. But he had Jameer Gibbs going uh, one of the later picks. He had Laporta moving up. Right. He had Brian Branch actually as their first-round pick, and he just moved the pieces all around, but the overhaul that you actually got in the selection process, he liked. So, that was funny. Just I didn't love the value, but Gibbs with Ben Johnson, anybody with Ben Johnson, is going to be a lot of fun.
3: Yeah, and then you look at the Lucas Van Ness pick by Green Bay, and yes, he's got great size, but only 14 sacks over the past two seasons, which isn't necessarily the worst thing in the world, but a guy that you pick as high as they did... Uh, in the draft at 14 you maybe would like to see uh, a little bit more there but uh, as far as the production goes but the guy that always produces let's go to him for our first flash of the day fitty take it away
4: all right guys i was really wrestling with how i wanted to approach the flash yesterday west virginia head coach bob huggins <laughs> Called into WLW 700 AM station back in Cincinnati, of course, Huggins, before he went to West Virginia, coached at Cincinnati and did a lot of good things there with that program. And in the interview, he had some harsh things to say about Xavier fans.
2: Absolutely. I mean, you're... I tell you what, any any school that can throw rubber penises on the floor
0: and then say they didn't do it, by <laughs> God, they can get away with
2: anything. <laughs> I, I, rubber penis? Was this I like think that strange? was it's a Crosstown shootout, wasn't I it? It was transgender night, wasn't it? What was that? It, it was a it was a cross town shootout. Yeah, no, what it was was all those f- <laughs> those those Catholic fags. <laughs> I <actually. All> right. <laughs> think. They, they, they were very envious. They didn't have one. <laughs>
4: Well, Steve, your comments about Bob Huggins. Is he the best? He's the best. So, since then, Bob Huggins and the West Virginia administration, they both released multiple statements. He said that he will learn from it and be better. What's the right course of action for that let department
3: given his status as their head basketball coach? Oh, at the least, it should be a nice suspension. I mean, I say it a hundred times, all the time. There's just a lot of stupid people in this world, and Bob Huggins falls into that category. To think that you can get on the radio in this day and air and say those type of things for public consumption and think that it's going to be all good is just ridiculous and absurd. I mean, I'm thinking this could be a fireable offense, but at the minimum, he needs to serve a suspension for this I don't know if it was comfort level. I don't know if he had been drinking. I don't know what it was, but for him to get on there and feel comfortable enough to say that is just ridiculous, and if anything, he should be suspended for bad judgment and stupidity.
2: Yeah, this is pretty abhorrent, and that's what exactly he said in his statement, and he apologized for it. I don't know what kind of level of sincerity you want to take his statement or apology, but it's all about what he did, and he doubled down on a homophobic slur twice in the public eye and he seemed pretty comfortable saying it. That was a real problem, especially with the whole tone of the time that he was saying it and then said it again, where it was all happy-go-lucky when he said something really offensive. And when he was saying both of those homophobic slurs, Which, by the way, it's the F word if you don't know, you can, you know, whatever, you can listen to it on your own accord. But it's pretty gross. And Bob Huggins, if you're talking about if he's going to survive this or not, I really don't know. I don't know what West Virginia's course of action is going to be. You know, sometimes if you view this from a cynical standpoint, you look at the record and whether it's worth it to go through the headache. Bob Huggins is a Hall of Fame coach. He's also won one NCAA tournament game in the last five years. Is this the right time to move on? That might just be the thing for West Virginia to do and show that you have a zero-tolerance policy because that seemed a little too comfortable coming from Bob Huggins. As much as much I. Really really like him as a head coach on the sideline as much as I understand him being a Hall of Fame coach. You can't do that and not reap any consequences and hopefully get strong enough to deter anything like that happening again.
3: I agree with you 100%. When we come back on the Weston Walker Show, we take a visit to the mound on Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ.
0: Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. And participating McDonald's for a limited time.
1: Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new and everything in between.
2: Walker Sports Radio, 92.7 WFNZ. We appreciate you joining us, texting us, sharing your thoughts and comments on the Garage Door Guru text line. The number to reach is 704-570-9610. It's been a while, but we're going to try to keep this thing somewhat frequently, maybe a staple, a Tuesday staple. Visit to the mound with all of your updates on everything that's going on in the baseball world. Wes, sometimes... Will give us some baseball analysis mm-hmm. Sometimes he'll give us some hockey analysis He has become the caniac of the show But we can all agree that the guy Behind the producer Mike Wearing a Mets hat, wearing a Mets jersey Being the baseball aficionado that he is The host of Fleshing's finest podcast Your local Mets podcast Fitty gets to take control of this Visit to the mound segment Let's go ahead and start it right now
4: Come on, we'll take you on right here Right now, come on Hurry up at it it's going to be a
2: short game, and i got to get home for lunch. My dog was as ugly as you. I'd shave his butt and tell him to walk backwards. Is that your sister out there in left field? Naked. She's naked. You think she'd go out with me?
4: Good afternoon, gentlemen. Good afternoon, this, Fitty. This is Visit to the Mound. Okay. All right. So we have been, uh, we're the noted, I guess, Rays show. I mean, maybe of the Southeast, right? Like we probably talk more about the Rays than Tampa Sports Talk Radio.
2: Uh, We've talked about the Rays a whole three segments. And I think that's enough for us to be the official Rays show of the Southeast.
4: So I figured I would provide an update for y'all, the listeners out there, in case you just haven't kept up. Remember they started uh, on a historic pace. They've kept up the historic pace. They're now 29 and 7 mm. through the first month or so of the year with a run differential of plus 118.
2: <laughs> it's ridiculous.
4: Like, they could play below 500 baseball the rest of the way. And still finish with a run differential,
2: probably, you know, plus 50, maybe even plus 75. So to put this in perspective, the AL East, which is actually performing very well, only, well, every team is above 500. The Yankees are the worst team in that division. Wow. And they're 19 and 17. The Orioles are 22-13. and That's what's crazy, too. That's actually a story within itself, the fact that Baltimore is only six and a half games back of the Rays, who have the 118-run differential. So to put this in perspective, 118 for the Rays – 26 for Baltimore in second place for the AL East. Now 86 for the Rangers. That's a big one too. 56 for the Braves. They're rocking and rolling right now in the NL East. Sorry, Fitty. The Cubs are actually third place in the Central with 44. But yeah, nobody comes close to the Rays, and they've been playing very well as you mentioned. They're eight and two in their last ten.
4: Speaking of the Orioles, I have the MLB TV package, right? I paid the 150 bucks so I could have access to all the major league baseball games, right? Big baller. But, you know, blackout restrictions in the year of our Lord, 2023, they still exist. So if there's a listener out there that has Orioles TV coverage that is willing to share that information with me so I can watch this fun, exciting baseball team, please slide in my DMs and I will pay you.
2: How many logins and passwords do you have to remember for all the different streaming sites? Because I even gave you one for one. I forget I forget what information I gave you to what site. But I you, have you, your
4: athletic info.
2: And then you have Flounder's. What info do you have of his? Flounder has
4: like the ESPN
2: Disney gotcha hu- uh, Hulu package. Yeah. And do then, you have anything of yourself? Yeah, I have HBO okay. Max. And do you share mm-hmm. that?
4: Yes. <laughs> I offered it to you. I have Peacock. I've he offered did it, offer it to it you
2: Did he really? I uh, forgot yeah. about that. Yeah, he offered us the, the bad HBO stuff. Max for sure. And okay. then I,
3: I
4: remember Slim, I asked you for your Bally and you were like, I just canceled that like the day I asked because Hornets was done. So yeah, if
2: anyone out the Hornets there... Hornets
3: are done. No, you know, I'm good. Want to give me that Orioles yeah, TV pack? I cancel once the uh, Canes were done. That,
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's, the, that's the move. That's the smart move. So you
4: mentioned the Atlanta Braves. They're 24 and 11, right? The thing that's the most mind blowing about them, they're 15 and 3 on the road. This is a historically a really good baseball, baseball team at home. Turner, now a truest. But they're 15 and 3 away from Atlanta. And they have opened up a seven game lead on my beloved Mets, who are three and seven in their last 10. And in the last two weeks, they have lost two of three to the Nationals got swept by the Tigers, then lost two of three to Bossman's Rockies, who he wasn't even excited about. That's how bad it is. Even Rocky fans aren't celebrating going on the road and taking two of three from the team with the highest payroll in baseball. But the Braves, they did get some bad news. Max Freed, he's on the IL with a strained left forearm. That's got to be something to monitor to that pitching staff because a lot of times those type of injuries – Well, they just don't go away quietly.
2: No, they don't. Well, and Freed has seen the IL certainly a few times before, and so that's what also is extremely frustrating if you're a Braves fan. I guess you do get Travis Darnold back after a month on the IL as well. You did see a big old win when they walked off in the 12th on Michael Harris, the second RBI double, so there is some good news there. The fact is the Braves, we know what this – club is capable of rolling with the punches and still being there in, poten- uh, in position to win a World Series. Nothing will be as incredible to me as watching Ronald Acuna go down, MVP candidate, and that actually sparking some postseason run where they're able to win the championship, like they still win despite having somebody like a Freed hit the IL. They're actually 5-1 and one in their last six games, having won two against the Baltimore Orioles. As I mentioned, that team being second place in what is a fantastic AL lease. So the Braves, Braves fans got to be feeling good.
4: You mentioned the the AL East is fantastic. And look, Aaron Boone's gotten a lot of scrutiny and he's he's definitely screwed up some games early on in the year. But no Giancarlo Stanton and they get they get Aaron Judge
3: back. Is Stanton gonna ever play for them for a consistent amount of time? <laughs> that might have been the worst baseball contract of my lifetime. I mean that guy sneezes
2: and he's going on the sixty day DL. It's tough. Stuff for john carl that's a great question the worst contracts of all time he's got to be up there uh where does bobby bonilla's contract rank where (laughs) you're still paying him a million dollars every season uh i mean for my lifetime honestly is where it's going to go to
4: that was what i like to call a trend-setting contract because now how many stars have it in their contracts to get paid in deferred payments after they're retired it was a bad contract at the time Because he was ahead of his time. He was a visionary. Mm -hmm. The last thing I want to talk about, I've talked about this in every visit to the mound so far. The home run celebrations that are taking place around Major League Baseball. You got the, what the Orioles, what they call the, they got the dong bong. The Mariners have the trident. The Nationals, it's it's pretty
2: easy, but I think it's effective. They have president's wigs. I like that a lot. That's pretty cool. Which one are you going I'm with? Pathetic. I mean, George Washington has to be number one, right? Gotta have the locks. You gotta have yeah, the I locks. Yeah, I like the one
3: that they have, this long one that I see them wearing. I'm I'm down for that. It's I mean, the one that they wear.
2: And, am I dumb for not knowing the other best president wigs that you could have? <laughs> like, John
4: Quincy Adams?
2: <laughs> well, I mean, are we just naming presidents at this point? I mean, I do want to
4: trust your president. Look, oh, I've got a quiz, I gotta take it too. Maybe I come up with a presidential quiz for you because I don't think you know.
2: The history of the forefathers. Um, I would beat you. I would destroy you in that contest. We can have that a little bit later <laughs> on. We right. do have a quiz, though. We do have a quiz coming up later that Fiddy uh, is going to have to pass. Fiddy. Yeah, Fitty. quick
3: baseball, too. I saw last night. I didn't know that uh, Shohei was signed with New Bounds. Yeah. You did a disdain like in that? my voice when I said New Bounds.
2: I know. We talked about that oh. when David Walker joined us. How did Nike drop the ball on that? On Shohei Otani? Yeah. Well, New
4: Bounds is still big in the baseball. Like, Lindor's got a contract with them. Now you got Shohei. You, yeah. know, you know they're now saying his contract, they believe it will exceed over 600 million. It started at 5. I saw yesterday 524.
2: Do you not do you hate New Balance even still the modern day and age of New Balance? I mean, I don't hate them but for an athlete, especially when you're like a big name marquee guy why in the
3: hell would you want to go to new balance
2: do you feel like jimmy butler should be a part of new balance <laughs> yeah that'd be a perfect brand for him <laughs> that'll new <do> butler <laughs> that'll do it for visit to the mound it's wes and walker off and rolling let's talk nba playoffs coming up next how about the lakers holding on in game four against golden state What do we make of the Warriors late game decision making to maybe even hand over the ball game to LeBron James and company is Golden State done? We'll talk about that at one o'clock. It's and Walker Sports Radio. Ninety two seven WFNZ.
0: Raise a spoon to grandma who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the play play slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Pa da ba at participating McDonald's for a limited time.